Happy Sunday, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sunday Social. I'm Kelly J. Lewis, and with me today, very special guest, Matt Robertson, who is the newest candidate for the Wichita Tribal President. How are you, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today, Kelly. Thanks so much for coming on Them Damn Indians the other day and announcing your candidacy. We were really proud of that. Well, thank you. I'm very excited. I think you guys have a uh, a great program and an outlet for people that want to get their message out. Well, I appreciate that. Now, let's start. Let's talk about your message. Um, let's talk about. Okay, so let's, let's let's just talk about. Start off with who you are and what you want to accomplish as the Wichita Tribal President. Oh, well, thank you. Um, again, for, the, for those that don't know me, my name is Matt Robertson. I'm from right here in Anadarko, Oklahoma. Um, I've served on the Wichita and Affiliated Tribes Executive Committee for the last four years. Um, I am on the management board for both of or, or for two of our 8A companies, Quivera Inc. and Wichita Tribal Enterprises. Um, I've served on that for the last two years. And then uh, I've Previous to that, I've been uh, the chairman of the Wichita Tribal Sports Commission uh, for several years, and I have about 10 years of service uh, uh, under my belt with that. Um, I'm the son of Mike and Rose Robertson from here in Anadarko, uh, grandson of Dr. A.C. and Nancy Robertson, and Lewis and Helen Zadoka. Uh, my great-grandfather was Fred Carruth. Um, so as a lot of uh, people know, I've kind of... Um, been born to a long line of uh, leaders in the community. Uh, my grandmother, Nancy, was a civic leader, helped a lot with the Philomathic Museum, uh, getting the library moved downtown, and uh, been a civic leader in Anadarko for decades. Uh, my grandfather, Dr. Robertson, um, he was the first private practice doctor to treat minorities in Anadarko. Um, on Wichita side, my grandfather, Louis Zadoka, was the first president of the Wichita Affiliated Tribes back when we became fairly recognized in the early 60s. Uh, his father, Fred Carruth, was one of the Wichita delegates, uh, along with John Tatum, to the Indian Congress back in 1898. And, of course, uh, a lot of people know my mom, Rose Robertson. She's the superintendent at the Anadarko Agency. Uh, my mom and Lewis uh, were both uh, uh, hosts, along with Adolphus and Joey Goomba of uh, Indians for Indians, back on KRPT Radio a long time ago. And um, one of the things I've always heard growing up was their uh, catchphrase, uh, Zadoka and Zadoka saying Goomba for now. So um, that's <laughs> that's one of the memories I always have. Uh, of course, uh, I, I, I married my beautiful high school sweetheart, Kirsten. Uh, and uh, she's currently house hunting uh, for a new place here in Anadarko for when we move. And I've got a, a four-year-old daughter named Phoenix who's just uh, the light of my life. But um, that's pretty much about me. Um, my contribution to Indian country is uh, currently I'm employed full-time by the non-removable Blacks Band of Ojibwe um, up in Minnesota. I serve as the executive director for the Department of Athletic Regulation. Uh, so this is a boxing commission. We're arguably the country's number one sovereign athletic commission. Uh, so we regulate boxing, mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, uh, pro wrestling, things like that. Uh, along the way, I've had the opportunity to work with several um, national organizations, including Top Rank Boxing, uh, UFC. Dana White uh, filmed his reality show uh, at one of our events, uh, ESPN, CBS Sports, and, and a lot of others. 
Um, with this, uh, we've had a lot of uh, recognition. Um, currently, there, including the tribal commissions, there's there are six athletic commissions within the state of Minnesota. Uh, a few years ago, our our athletic commission with Malax Band was recognized by the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame, and uh, that's my daughter Phoenix there saying hi. <laughs> but we were um, we were recognized by the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame for excellence in the sport. Uh, so we've been really proud of that. And myself, I've, I've been uh, elected and served two terms as president of the Association of Combative Sports Commissions. Uh, so this is an international organization of our, our peers. And we have uh, members uh, throughout the, the Midwest, um, Asia, uh, Korea, um, Africa, uh, Australian Commission. So I've uh, been really proud about that. Uh, I also am on the board of directors for North American Indigenous Games, uh, and this is a fantastic program for you guys that aren't familiar with it. Uh, we bring over 6,000 Indigenous kids that compete in Olympic-style events uh, from across the United States and Canada. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had the, uh, the uh, Indigenous Games in Toronto. We had an amazing turnout. Uh, the entire city supported us. We were actually scheduled to have uh, the games in Halifax, Nova Scotia this summer. Um, but with the COVID-19 and coronavirus scare, we, we had to postpone that a year. Um, but the good news is that will give us time to get a team from Oklahoma um, building. We're working on finding uh, some dedicated people to help us uh, reestablish Team Oklahoma. Uh, in 2017, I was nominated for and received the National Center for American Indian Enterprise Development's Native American 40 Under 40 um, Award, and very excited to receive that. Uh, I'm an American Express Next Generation Fellow, Engine uh, Leadership Program, and a, and a graduate of the American Express Leadership Academy. Um, right now, I currently serve as the Southern Plains Regional Vice President for National Congress of American Indians. Um, I uh, was elected as the alternate. Um, Mr. Tipicani's had some health issues, so I had to uh, kind of take a step back. So I've been helping fill that uh, role for the last several months. Uh, in short, I'm a visionary uh, leader. I believe in servant leadership, and that has to come through collaboration and innovation. Uh, I'm a people person, and, and I, I, I think that is something that, that we're missing right now is uh, the, the ability to communicate with everyone and get on a, on a, a great page and a, or on the same page and in a, a great frame of mind. I'm not a micromanager, disciplinarian. I'm a power sharer, so I like to enable the people around me. Um, I always believe that when one of us come up, we're all going to come up together, and, uh, and that's exactly what we plan to do. Um, so, uh, people have asked me, you know, kind of what, what, what my agenda or what my plans is. I don't like the word agenda too much, but, um, I, I do like to work towards goals. So, uh, I'm gonna call them goals. My first goal is I'm gonna be a champion of rights. Um, the first act I'm gonna do is restore the rights of the Wichita General Council. Okay. All eligible tribal members will be able to vote. And this is whether they, they live locally, internationally, or anywhere across the United States. Uh, we've had an enrollment ordinance that was passed four years ago that is set on the president's desk for the last four years. For one reason or another, she has not let us pass it. 
despite repeated committee requests. Uh, so as my first act as president, we will pass that election ordinance, establish our election commission, and move forward. Uh, our people also have the ability to voice their concerns at our general council meetings. Uh, our meetings will return to the live stream public record. We're going to publish the minutes. Uh, everybody's going to have an opportunity to know exactly what's going on with the Wichita affiliated tribes. Uh, my next goal is, is, is related to people. We've got to take care of our people and to give our people the service that they deserve. We have to employ the best, uh, and to the employ the best, we, we, we've got to have the most to offer. And what I mean by that is when I take a look at the wages for our tribal workers, they're, they're, they're way behind what you'd find with the comparable employer. Um, and what I mean by that, when, when you take a look at the average rate of inflation, if, if you're making $50,000 today, which I think most of us would consider that a, a, a good job in this area, but if you're making $50,000 today, that's the equivalent of making $30,000 in the year 2000. And these are, these are real numbers. You can check it out with an inflation calculator. Um, but we, we've got to uh, take better care of our employees. So uh, we, we've got to look at uh, our entire benefits package, our salary and compensation package. I think that's, that's an area we can make a huge improvement. Um, again, when we invest in our employees' career through education and certifications, they're going to be happier. And I want the best people to come work for us. And, and I want them to work for us because they want to be there and not because they don't have other options, but because of the way that we treat them. Uh, my next goal is, uh, again, I want to be a peacemaker, and I'm here to tell you I'll happily work with anyone. I don't care who's elected to the executive committee. We're going to get along. We're going to uh, work positive in a, in a uh, forward-facing manner. And, and, I, and, and besides that, I'll be happy to work with the Delaware and Caddo nations. I have no reason at all not to come to a resolution on a number of our disputes, uh, but I, I'm open to working with both parties to come to a fair resolution in regards to our complex land issues in the former Wichita Reservation, which is now Wichita, Caddo, and Delaware. But uh, I'll be happy to work with um, our sister tribes, the Caddo Nation and, and Delaware. I have no reason not to come to a, uh, a resolution on these. Uh, and next one, I, I've talked to a lot of people about this, uh, is, is cannabis. Now, with my position on the NCAI Executive Board, I've been uh, privy to several conversations about the legality of cannabis across Indian country. Uh, you know, over the last eight years, we, we have not taken any action on this. Uh, you know, even under the Obama administration, uh, when tribes were uh, granted a little bit more freedom in this area, uh, we, we failed to act. So uh, most experts agree that the window for tribes to participate in the cannabis industry is, is shrinking. Um, right now, it's estimated for tribes to make the most money, they would need to get into this field within the next two to six years. Um, so uh, I'll work with our executive committee to re remove all foreseeable roadblocks for the Wichita Tribe and uh, Industrial Development Commission which is our economic development arm, to venture into the cannabis field. Uh, again, expanding our exercise in, in, in sovereignty and creating a, a footprint of profitable companies. Now, one thing that I want to stress is I'm not mandating this in any way. 
um, WTIDC will choose the businesses that they feel represent the best interest of our people. Uh, I just want to make sure that that door is open and that they are able to pursue those types of businesses if that's what they want to do. Um, but I'm not here to mandate any businesses. We just want to give them uh, the best opportunity to succeed that they can. Uh, and the last one I'll wrap up with the structure. Um, right now, when we look at a, our, our governmental structure, uh, we have a major bottleneck at the top of the uh, uh, of the diagram. So um, right now, the administration struggles with sharing and disseminating information to appropriate parties, whether that's uh, directors or or, uh, or or workers or, or even the executive committee. Um, you know, several of our best workers, including President Parton, have mentioned that they felt undervalued, uh, overworked, unmotivated. So uh, I plan to work closely with the Human Resources Department and the Executive Committee to find a structure that's suited for our modern style of government. Um, now, there, there'll be some changes that will be made with uh, how, how we're staffed, and uh, there's going to be some ways to save money. Um, we're going to look into and 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 uh one of those may be moving from a meeting stipend to a salary and making our elected positions full-time but again that will be up to uh the general counsel and the executive committee uh to approve those in the end but i have uh, you know several more ideas and i'll be releasing more information uh here in the coming weeks but i just wanted to take a moment to uh introduce myself uh explain my beliefs and uh, and my undying passion for the Wichita and Affiliated Tribes. And I just want to uh, see that we, we return to our spot as one of the most successful tribes throughout Turtle Island. Uh, you know, we were there before and uh, we're going to be back there shortly. Um, but uh, again, I just wanted to uh, humbly uh, ask for your support and I will look forward to continue to serve the Wichita and Affiliated Tribes to the best of my ability. Thanks. Thank you so much for that, Matt. I do have a couple of questions for you about your platform and um, some some notes that I had taken. I, the first one deals with absentee ballots. You had made yes. mention that um, so there there aren't absentee ballots available for your Wichita tribal citizens outside of like a local polling place. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. That's exactly the case. Um, so uh, back four years ago when, when we were all elected, uh, one of the uh, referendum questions was about absentee uh, balloting. And uh, the people overwhelm, overwhelmingly supported absentee balloting and, and to give all of our members the right to vote, give all of our members a voice in the say uh, in the uh, uh, running of our of our tribe. And for one reason or another, um, I think a lot of it's politics, but a lot of that uh, you know, for, for some reason, that's been kind of uh, shelved. Uh, we've had we hired a uh, a tribal member who who has a JD and is in the legal field to draft this beautiful ordinance, and uh, it, it's primed and ready to go. But it's been sitting on the president's desk for the last six months. Uh, she tells us she's going to let us approve it in time, but uh, we're we're up against the wall right now. I hope people understand the urgency of this. 
if if we don't pass this within the next week or so, we're not going to have time because we still got to fill an election committee. They've got to uh, figure out exactly their process. And hopefully we hire a third party to come in and run the election. But I don't think our president is for that at the moment. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But regardless whether or not my first act, uh, we will have that in place for our people. That brings me to another point that you spoke about, and that's transparency. How are you yes. going to improve that that transparency between the Wichita executive and the citizens? Hey, right now uh, we are supposed to be broadcasting all of our meetings. All of our minutes should be uh, posted and, and published. Uh, I made the motion about three years ago that, to live stream all of our meetings. That was taken care of uh, for about a month. And then conveniently, uh, one reason or another, we couldn't do it one week. And uh, as you guys have seen, uh, it's never been brought back. Uh, even our general council meetings, they've had issues so that they can't be broadcasted. But, um, yeah, uh, our, our, our tribal members have the right to know what's going on. Uh, they, they need to know how their elected people are voting, what they're voting for, what their opinions are. And, um, you, you know, I'm not here to, to play sides or anything like that. If, 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 if your elected officials aren't voting or, or taking care of the needs of the, of, of the tribe in a way that you see fit, then, then maybe it's time to vote for someone else. But, uh, you know, the people deserve to be able to see that. Um, it's got to be in black and white writing. I'm not talking about a summary. The actual minutes need to be uh, be published in our in our newspaper. And, and again, our newspaper is not a propaganda piece. Okay, it's been used like that for the last several years, but it needs to tell a truthful story of what's happening. All sides involved. All sides need to have a say. So, um, I think something we can do is put together a committee of, of editors. Uh, to make sure that we've got fair and accurate information coming from the tribe. I think that's interesting to to bring that out. Is is that something that has historically been an issue with, um, I say, disen disenfranchising Wichita voters? Because I imagine you probably have a few thousand members or even a thousand who live outside of the immediate area. So how are their voices heard if they, they don't vote and you don't have access to the meetings? Cause I'm an absentee voter for the Pawnee nation and I'm, I'm always over, all over those guys for, you know, how can we be informed and how can we make the best choices when we vote and make the best choices with our candidates when we don't have access to this information that the that the local tribal members have access to right i mean that's uh that, that's really kind of what the basis of this is is that you know our, our people have determined that they want this right for all of our members uh and it's it's just not really happened and and you know it gets kind of complex because at one point you know we had a tribal newsletter that went out like once a month and uh and and you know and that was put a halt too terry did a great job of bringing back the newspaper but somehow it kind of lost its way um it went from being impartial to very partial and only telling one side of the story 
Let's talk about, and that's this is a good place to to shift into how are you going to bring to the table the other your sister tribes with the Caddo's and the Delawares? Because that because that's a that's a that's a big ticket order. So how how do you plan to get everybody talking and and get everybody to to move forward? Well, uh, first of all. I've got an open door policy. I've got an open phone policy, and that goes for all of our constituents. Uh, I, I'm uh, willing and able to pick up the phone and talk to you at any time. I've always have been. Um, but I think, uh, you know, sometimes we get caught up on who's, white, who's right and who's wrong. Um, but, you know, in, in the end, we've got to learn to work together. Um, compromise is something that, that I appreciate, and, and I know other people do as well. Um, I've already uh, spoken with leadership at both uh, tribes, and they would be open to uh, sitting down and, and talking. So, um, you know, that's the that's the first step. You know, we we've, we've got to uh, treat each other like like family because in the end, we are we're all related. Uh, we've all got uh, relations that are on one or the other or all three roles. So, um, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and we've got to figure that out and as elected officials that is our job that's it and that leads me to my next question is how are you going to recruit these um i say mvp employees to anadarko oklahoma how are you going to be able to um entice those those employees here and uh how are you going to deal with that kind of nepotism component that that you're that you're going to have to run into because with the Wichita tribe is is a smaller tribe, right? Yeah, and and to be honest with you, um, they're already on campus. They're already at the complex working. We've got a great group of people. It's just sometimes they're doing their job with one hand behind their back. Um, sometimes their voices aren't heard. Um, but what I plan to do is to enable them to do their job to the best of their ability. And, and I know that, um, that they will appreciate that. Where, um, where do you see the future of support services for the Wichita people under your administration? Um, are you going to prioritize elders or culture and language? Where, where is culture and language going to be prioritized in your administration? Well, I think that's a huge piece, um, and like I've said uh, a lot of times, I'm I'm not a dictator. I'm not uh, the sole voice. Um, I think that's a good question for our general counsel. How how do we want to uh, accomplish this going forward? Um, you know, we can present some models of what we think would be good ideas, but in the end, I think that needs to go back to the general counsel. It's not my decision. It's not Terry's decision. It's not the executive committee's decision. It's the tribes. And I really like that, that inclusive spirit that you bring, because that's it's really important for all tribal citizens to feel like their voice is heard, especially if they're not in that immediate area. I mean, you, I mean, you're you until just recently have lived farther off and and have been that voter that was out outside of this general area and may not have been able to just show up and vote. Yeah, it, and it is tough. I mean, even being on the executive committee um, outside of the area has its challenges. Um, 
I think that uh, I, I've had to work a little bit harder than some just be, just for the information because there's not, uh, you know, red, uh, uh, not a lot of Wichita tribe information readily available in Minnesota. So you're not um, local and you can't go rattle those cages yourself. Like, Hey, I'm going to be there right. in 10 minutes. Have this ready for me. <laughs> right. Um, I spent a lot of time on the phone talking to uh, various tribal members, um, and, and finding out what um, their concerns are and needs are because, you know, not everybody was able to just, you know, knock on my door like I had an office there. So, um, but I, I think because of those, those situations, it's made me a better leader. It's made me, it certainly made me a better listener. And uh, I, I just think I'm the right choice for the Wichita people at this time. Okay. So for our last few minutes, I want to hear how you plan on working not only with the WCD, but with other government, with those government to government relationships that you're going to have to have. And with the KCA, because they're just right south of the Washita River. How are you going to make sure that you open that dialogue, not only with your with the Caddo's and the Delawares, but with the Kiowas, Comanches and Apaches and um, with the county and, and all of these other government agencies that that you're going to have to work with? How are you going to open all of those doors? Well, um, that's a great question, and uh, I believe in the strength of, of unity. Um, I already have uh, several great connections with the, the area tribes, uh, people that I've known all my life or people that I've met uh, since I've been in office. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we've got to continue to, to work together. Um, now, that's not saying that we're not going to continue to do our own thing because we are. We've got a, uh, a great uh economic development branch in WTIDC that's not going anywhere. But at the same time, um, once we heal some of these wounds that have been caused over the last few years with Caddo's and, and, and even the Delawares, we can begin on uh, patching that and, and really laying the foundation for success for, for the next several generations. But And I think that has to come through WCD. Some of the things that, and, and I'm not on the board of WCD, so um, I don't know everything that they've been working on, but uh, I, I think some of the things got to got to start with. Uh, we've got to be able to look at uh, getting a new lease on uh, or, or a new building for the uh, uh, regional office, um, and that that's let's make sure that we get that in order, and then uh, and then from there, you know, maybe WCD can start to develop some. Uh, some 8A companies or some other uh, developments and that interest can go to supplement each individual tribe. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, like I said, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to work with, with uh, anybody that does and, and we're going to put the right people in and, and, and that's the way we get things done. That's excellent. Now um, let's, let me ask you real quick when you talk about that um, opening those doors, I think a really good place to start, kind of like you said, is just the spirit of cooperation. <laughs> right? Like, can we just can we just all sit down at the table and get it get everything else out of the way? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. Uh, leave your ego at the door, and let's let's handle business. And you know that that spirit of cooperation can only benefit. I mean, imagine how much stronger the individual tribes would be if if those relationships were to be repaired. And hey, I I see it. I I know. I mean, I I understand how how those how 
historical some of those wounds can be. Um, especially, right. you know, being Kiowa, being Wichita also, you, you know. And so <laughs> I think that it's really refreshing to have someone who just says right off the bat, number one, I'm willing to work with anybody. But number two, if you have the information, please share that. Because I think that's a place where we get to is that information hoarding. Right. That. Yeah. And that. Yeah, and that that's a real thing. Um, not not only within our tribe, but I've talked to people at, at other tribes as well. Whether it's the president or human resources or whoever's checking the mail, uh, it's not getting to the intended person in time, or it may be late, or it may not uh, arrive in the inbox at all. Um, ours is uh, the executive committee just doesn't get copied on a lot of the information, and we find out about it in the meetings. You know, and, and you'd think we would get. And I'm not saying everything's like that. You know, we, we do get information throughout the week, but, um, you know, sometimes these important things um, are kind of left to one person. So, Well, and time-sensitive issues, too. Um, if it's a group decision and not everybody in the group has all of the correct information, how can you really make the best decision for your people when when you don't have all the answers or or can't ask those questions yeah it, it makes it tough i mean uh, and at that point you're relying on instinct and for for some people that may be um great but i would prefer to be armed with facts absolutely and and i appreciate that sir thank you so much matt robertson for coming on and talking well, to us about your platform me. and how you're going to uh push the wichita people forward into the future now um when is the election uh, it'll be july 18th at, uh, uh from i think 8 30 to 5 at the wichita administration building so if you can get to anadarko to cast your ballots hopefully you'll have absentee ballots but if not that's the day to go and cast your ballot, make your voice heard. And uh, yeah, if you want more information or if you miss this conversation, you can go wherever you get your podcast and you can listen to it at any time. And uh, if you need to contact Matt Robertson, you can do so and he'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you might have regarding his platform or anything else that we talked about here today. Matt, thank you so much and good luck to you, sir, on your bid. Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me and uh, we'll, we'll hope for the best for our tribe. Excellent. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you.